0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Plan B Success, Episode 4. Today, we're going to discuss a very important and interesting topic, experience versus enthusiasm. Now, what do you think is more important in order to get a job done? Now, this is a topic I had blogged about a couple of years ago, and it led to a lot of interesting interaction and discussion with a lot of people, so I thought it would be an interesting topic to shed some light on today as well. Now, when you're looking to hire someone, what do you give more importance to? Think about your own hiring practices. What do you do? Or if you're somebody new who's just getting into hiring, this might be a good topic for you to listen to in order to learn and apply. Now, most employers, when they look for potential hires, They look for people who have been there and done that. That's kind of the criteria. Now, one thing you have to remember is you're trying to hire someone based on a piece of paper. You probably have never met them. You probably have never seen them. This is the first time you're talking to them. But that piece of paper is what they give to you, and that's what you're going off of. So one of the most important criteria that anybody would look for any role is, have they been there and done that? That's the traditional human resource recruitment practice right now. Now experience at doing something and being successful at it previously becomes a key requirement when you're looking to fill a job. Although experience is definitely important and adds to a potential hire's qualifications, their suitability for the job, and also lessens the learning curve, helps reduce that learning curve, or perhaps even totally eliminates it when you're looking for someone who's been there and done that, it's not as always as important as you would think it is. Now, let me talk a little bit more about it. Now, what do you think is more important? Is it the excitement a potential hire could show and has for a position that they've applied for? Is it how hungry are they for that opportunity? How excited are they to take on that challenge? What attracts them to the organization? And this particular business and that particular role? Are those key factors or not? Is their energy contagious? Is their excitement going to rub off on others within the organization? Is it going to impact the cultural fabric of the organization or not? Those are the things that you need to give some thought to. Think about it. On the one hand, you're looking for someone who's been there and done that, That just makes it so much more easier, you would think, in order to put somebody in that role and expect them to chug along and do what they have done previously. But at the same time, there is this aspect of excitement and enthusiasm, the contagiousness, setting standards, getting to that next level. That's also equally important. Now, when you look at both of these, what would you put more weightage on when you're trying to hire somebody? That is the question. Now, an enthusiastic individual, they will eventually develop expertise over time, soon enough, and they'll also gain that experience that you're looking for as they learn and figure things out. Of course, it depends on the role, it depends on the job too, and we'll come back to that um, a bit later, but let's continue what we're talking about. Now, everybody starts somewhere. You yourself have started somewhere. We all start from scratch. Somebody gave you that opportunity, somebody bet on you that you could do the job, and that's how you got your very first job. Otherwise, without experience, How would you have gotten a job? Somebody believed in you. Somebody gave you the opportunity because they saw something in you and said that this person is going to do what's expected of them. And at that point in time, it's not experience. At that point in time, it's not what you know. Have you been there and done that? It's more about your character, your personality, your integrity, your loyalty. There are so many factors that somebody is looking at. Perhaps somebody knows you before they give you a job or they have seen these qualities in you and offered you that very first job, that very first opportunity to do what you currently do or what you did when you took up your first job. That's how you gained your experience and that's how you kept on adding your experience as you moved along in order to get to where you are today. Now, it's important to find and nurture excitement in your hires, whether they're new or whether they're experienced individuals you're bringing on board, it's very important to keep that flame of excitement alive and recognize that in the people that you hire, because very soon, these are the people that will become very invaluable to your team or your organization as resources with the right levels of enthusiasm, right level of excitement, expertise, as well as the experience that they have developed on the job. Now, these are the people that impact the cultural fabric of the organization to take it to that next level, creating newer standards of productivity, creating newer standards of work, opening up that creativity realm in terms of how things are done and what new ways things can be done in, in terms of looking at the regular work that is being done within an organization and bringing up new ways, out of the box ways in terms of getting things done. That's what you get to gain from people that are enthusiastic and excited about the job on hand. For all the experience one may have on the job, what if they lack enthusiasm? Let's talk about that for a minute. If somebody is not enthusiastic and they bring this ton of experience from wherever they've been and done that before, what would that situation, what would that scenario look like? Well, They may continue to do an average or perhaps an optimum job due to their background and their experience of having been there and done that before. But will you be able to get them to set new standards? Will you be able to find infectious enthusiasm in them where they look to find and promote new ways of finding innovative ideas or innovative ways of doing things by themselves or inculcate and cultivate that within their teams to find innovative ways of doing things and thus influence their teams with this enthusiastic streak, thus motivating all of the people around them to do better and take pride in what they do. Do you think that's possible with somebody who comes in with experience but not optimal enthusiasm? Well, enthusiasm makes one go the extra mile for the sheer experience of enjoying the work at hand and it's contagious goes and moves into the team, and you would experience similar kind of output from the team, maybe at varying levels of productivity, but you would see that team go across the organization just because the leader is being enthusiastic or just because a peer is being enthusiastic. Resources that get excited about their job tend to also stay longer, produce better work, and are always willing to share their expertise with others. Thus passing that excitement that we've been talking about through everyone that they interact with. Now the need for experience is seen as a key requirement when it comes to senior levels, senior roles. No question about that. Experience is absolutely a needed asset, a definite asset in leadership roles for it proves the point that you have done something before and have been successful at it. That's why you're getting hired. but. Such experience, when it's tempered with enthusiasm, serves much, much better. Sometimes, enthusiasm does take precedence over experience, even in senior roles, because the candidate that is coming in can bring in several transferable skills. When you look at filling senior roles, if you are a human resource professional and you, or if you are a hiring manager and you look at that resume and you look at the job description and you're trying to match apples to apples, Forget about it. That's not so easy to do. There's no apples to apples match for any role in the world. There's no tailor-made candidate for any role in the world. We all need to understand that. And as I said, you know, you're beginning with a piece of paper. You're trying to decide whether the person is the right person to bring on board based on that resume, that piece of paper then probably you would end up talking to them collectively, you know, the preliminary calls and then other interviews, telephonic or in person, probably about a couple of hours. And then you make a decision. So that's one of the reasons why you might be trying to find an apples to apples match. But I think that's a poor way of looking at it. When somebody does come in with a lot of experience, they also bring in several transferable skills to the role. So although you might not find an apples to apples match for the role, you have to read between the lines when you're looking at that resume. You also have to read between the lines when you're interacting with this person in order to gauge what transferable skills are they bringing to the table. In fact, you should give an opportunity for the prospect themselves to discuss what transferable skills they're bringing to the role and how do they expect to become successful at the role. After all, whether it's the candidate or the hiring manager, we all want anybody who gets into a role to be successful. So it's in our collective best interest to look at how do we make the person successful in the role? And that's what you got to compare to. Not an apples to apples comparison between a job and a candidate, but look at a 360 degree version of the candidate. Look at the transferable skills that they can bring to the role. Also, look at the enthusiasm or the excitement they can bring to the role. Now, if you were to be put on a job where you do the same thing day in and day out, let's say for the next 20 years, how would you fare? What level of enthusiasm would you have, let's say in the fifth year, 10th year, 15th and 20th year? That's a question you got to ask yourself. You got to intersperse what you're doing with some creativity you got to do things differently you got to do different things the end goals might be the same but there are more than one way of getting to those end goals that's what's important especially for somebody that you're bringing in with experience so you got to look for that streak of enthusiasm in these people if you do have people reaching out to you directly willing to take on a job that talks about their enthusiasm right at the get go so don't look at it from the standpoint of a paper only but Read between the lines in the interactions in the paper. Look for transferable skills. Look for that enthusiasm. And although there might be gaps or certain lack of experience that you do see, you got to ask yourself the question, if that is as much a deterrent, if the person was not hungry or if the person is hungry, can the person's hunger or excitement for the job, the transferable skills that they have make up for whatever you're seeing in terms of lacking and do you think that they would get in the job and be able to make up for it and fill in? Those are the questions you need to ask yourself and answer before you hire somebody. You could get a total apples to apples kind of a person for a role, but if they are not excited about it or if they are not going to push for it, what's going to happen is you hired them because they've been there and done that but they might not just set new standards. They might be just trying to keep the job or just repeat whatever they have been doing before. And that's not what you want in a growing organization, in a growing team. So it's important to look at experience, tempered with enthusiasm, the transferable skills, the hunger and the excitement that the person can bring to the role before you decide on hiring somebody. And now when you do see that hunger, about the role, hunger about taking it on and doing things, that's when you gotta ask yourself the question if that's the right hire. And if you do bring them, there's a possibility that all of their previous experience that you, some of it which you believe is not in line with the particular role, they may more than make up for it and there might be new skills new ways of doing things. They might re-architect the role in a totally new way. They might rewrite that whole job description in a totally new way and give you a lot more than what you would expected from the role. They will add thrust with their enthusiasm and they'll figure things out and they might do a lot more setting new standards and actually influencing the culture of your organization at the same time in order to push others to do more and set new standards as one organization together. Now, in fact, you know they'll also see things in a different way just because of their uniqueness of their background. And that could be the bedrock of new and creative ways of doing things within that role, just because they see it from a different angle. If everybody's seeing it one way and they bring in this new set of eyes and they look at it differently, how much value is that? Again, when evaluating someone with minimum related experience, but excited about the opportunity, it's important to ensure that their alternate experiences and their alternate background are a result of their investments in their education. You need to understand that they've invested in their education, their learning, their skill development, their efforts, and more importantly, their enthusiasm. And that's what reflected on that piece of paper that you're looking at when you look at a resume of a person and when you're trying to figure out if they're the right hire for you If you like what you hear, please be sure to subscribe and if any of this information helps you, please make sure that you share it with others so they might benefit as well. If you'd like to know more about me, please visit www.rajevmudumba.com and for more episodes like this, please make sure you visit Plan B Success. Thank you.